Today's episode is sponsored by Thurman Sandwiches. Want some sandwiches? Well, then head over to Thurman's to get your fill. Use promo code PICKLE for 20% off your order. We're also sponsored by Willie and Marcus's Santa Experience. Having a holiday party or manage a department store and need yourself a Santa? Willie and Marcus are your guys. Use promo code ASKCLOWN for 30% off your booking. Not responsible for missing items. Now let's fire up those time circuits. <laughs> Set it to 2003. Because today, we're traveling back in time to revisit Bad Santa. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Outside is frightful. Bird a bird, the bird, the bird, bird. I don't know the lyrics. Bird a bird, a bird, bird, bird. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Santos, and as always, I am joined by Freddy Morales. Buenas noches. Bienvenidos al show. Yes, welcome back, sir. We missed you last time on the last. I know, I missed you, Holmes. <laughs> it's good to have you back. It's good. He's back. He's in the flesh with a new beard. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel very beardy. Very. Is that how you say? I very guess. beardy. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> rugged. You're feeling rugged. Very, very, very rugged. There you go. Yes. And that third voice that you hear ladies and gentlemen is the return of miss julia she's come back from the up episode to come and talk about actually one of our favorite holiday christmas movies um i mean just one of our favorite movies but also one of our favorite holiday movies of all time so one of my favorite billy bob thornton movies yes of all time. i think this is where you like probably find them like all sexy and all of that right from this movie he, he's just, a, he's an attractive man. You know what? I, it's so funny that you say that. It's funny. I don't know how women find this guy attractive. I don't <laughs> why, know. Why do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I just, every woman who I've, like, every, when his name is thrown out, I was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Reeve? Billy? You know, I haven't asked her. I have to ask her because Billy... The Billy issue hasn't uh, uh, come about until now with this yeah. uh, revisit, Billy but looks like an older Timothy Oliphant. Uh, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to like I don't know. It's just Billy, really. Well, you know, hey, who am I to say? I, I, you know, everybody's I got different. You know, no, <laughs> no, but you know, they, they wouldn't look. Maybe, yeah, he is. A, well, he, he looks. He looks. He looks uh, attractive. As he's getting older, I saw a, a recent picture of him. He's not, you know, he's like, all right, cool. He's a, he is a cool guy. He is a cool dude. I like yeah. Billy. He's a cool guy. But, I, you know, it's like you have, you know, uh, the number five, you have, like, you know, a list of the top men of, you know, who look, I don't know. I, what the hell am I saying, man? It's what, nine been, <laughs> you know what it is? It's nine months of lockdown, so I'm done, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, 
I don't know what my brain is thinking anymore. Yeah, he was with Laura Dern for a little while. Yeah, I mean, look at we're looking at pictures of him, and it's like, you know, he used to have a soul patch he, too. But he has this like. What is it? Let me ask you. What is it? What is it? Okay, what is? It? I mean, let me ask you. What is it that you like about Billy? That he's like, you know. He, I, you know what? For me, like, I really, I, I get drawn to, um, to the eyes. So, like, he has like this amazing stare. You know that. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. It, but he, I like, I like his eyes, his eyebrows, like his brow in general, like that brow right there. At you, it's like he's, his eyes, like freaking pierce right through you. Santos has ah, eyes too. It's the eyes, bro. Son los ojos. A ver, do you have those eyes, bro? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I know my glasses he and the item. Really <laughs> my round, fat face kind of blocks it at the moment, but I know she loves my eyes. Ah, son los ojos. <laughs> of course, of course. In his eyes, they're honey. Ah. Yeah. Que chulo. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Is so it, yeah, yeah. I mean, sexy, no. <laughs> hey, what? Real quick, before we get into the, you know, everything. What version are you watching in the back of the movie? That's number one. No, 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 no. I know number one, but are, are you watching? Because there's three versions to this movie: the theatrical, <laughs> the unrated, and the director's cut. Which one are you? You know watching? what, bro? I have no idea. It just popped up, and whatever I got, I got. I got the, uh, I did get the naughty version. The so one with the cussing. Batter Santa? Did you get Batter Santa? Because like, well, I mean, I guess we'll get into it later. Um, yeah, we'll, the, we'll discover. We that, that's interesting. I, I had no idea there were different versions. I just. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into that about the, you know, I, we wanted to uh, give some uh, thanks because uh, I'm, you know, I, I could clearly see where our downloads are happening and I've noticed two things. One, um, it shows us like areas, regions, countries, places that our, our episodes are being downloaded. And right now in Spain, we're, we're, our episodes are like getting downloaded like crazy in Spain. And also too, when we look on, when I get the every week notification of the charts, we're always charting in Mexico. Like we're up there in some of the- You shouldn't drink the water. That'll, that'll give you major charts. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like in Mexico, like I was like, man, I'm watching the charts and it's like, wow, like what happened? Like we're doing, ever since you came back from Mexico, man, like we've been doing- Ahora sí, muchas gracias, mi mexicano. Ya sabía que iban a venir a soportar, a soportar el show, apoyar, no soportar, apoyar el show. Dilo bien, Freddy. Yes. So of course, dude. I when I go to Mexico, I spread the wings. You know, I, I I tell people listen to us if you guys want to have a good time and and just listen to the babosadas que hablamos. Pues aquí está el show para ustedes aquí en vivo para España. Hola España. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's it. You know, I, I, it's pretty I good. It. It's pretty good. I'm glad you know. Yeah, we were able to say thank you to those that are listening. You know. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Gracias for tuning in, or as they say in Coco, gracias. So, yeah, we said that last week, remember? <laughs> gracias. All right. Well, it's the, you know, the first episode of Thanks Thanksgiving, God damn it, of December. It's Christmas time. It's officially the time of all the cheer, as they say, the trees, the lights. So, I wanted, before we get into the movie, because this movie is obviously, we're going to be doing a bunch of holiday films this month. And I wanted to talk about one of my favorite things when it comes to this month. And I only wait 
until December 1st. And once December 31st is over, that's it. I don't like listening to it after. And it's Christmas music. I'm, I'm ready and I love it. And I am a huge, huge fan uh, during December for Christmas music. I know, you know, my wife here, she has an, a, a, a year, a while back, she made a playlist specifically for me that was just for Christmas music on Spotify. And like I said, I love it. So I wanted to talk Christmas music. So we're going to break down, or not break down, but we're going to talk about our top three favorite Christmas songs. So for right now, let's start with number three of our favorite Christmas songs. And we'll just talk about it as to why we love those songs. So Freddie, I'm going to let you go first. My number three? Yeah. What's your number three favorite Christmas song of all time? Well, of course, it has to be George and Michael, Last Christmas. Ah, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I love well, that. I, I grew up with Michael Jackson. I mean, with George Michael. Hey, Michael Jackson, get out of here. <laughs> um, George that's Michael. That's the wrong song, eh? <laughs> yeah, hey, you're not out of here. I'm not talking about you, MJ. Get out of here. Hey, go, go away, though. <laughs> and uh, so when I would, um, you know, in putting the Christmas tree in my family, I was always the one putting on on the lights. I would play that song and it reminds me yeah. of Christmas. So George Michael is always on my list of favorite Christmas songs. So that one, it reminds me of growing up in the 80s. It reminds me of my family, my friends. And to this day, that, that one just, I just stopped and I thought, ah, takes me back to the 80s. And, and that, I feel like that is such a heavily covered song. So many oh. artists today do Last Christmas. I would you actually, know, go on. Uh, I, before I forget this thought, like, you know, since we you know we've been locked down and I've been uh, I haven't done any shows. And before the lockdown, I was working with a great friend of mine, uh, um, Jay, uh, Jaden Frost, who does a tribute to George Michael. And he would sing all those songs and he would sing that one. And just to hear that one live and he did it really good. I mean, Jaden has an amazing voice. so He can he can do the George Michael high tunes. And just to hear that song. Uh, live like that wow yeah. it's just amazing so it's just sad that we're in this you know situation where we can't uh, enjoy that but uh, i just want to throw that one out there it, that i mean honestly that is one of my favorites i mean i, I have so many favorites because it's it's really hard for me to find a bad i do have some bad christmas songs but that one is such a good one and every year and i know um there's that what's that i think there's a contest going on that started i for me i think it was introduced last year and it's called whamageddon and oh yeah yeah it's whamageddon and i have you ever heard of that freddie no it's funny i haven't heard of it okay so what it is is it's a game that people play in december it's really hard to do it this year because it's more you know being able to play when you're able to go to the stores the malls and stuff like that and oh. what it is is that you have to try to get to december without hearing to the christmas yeah to christmas i'm sorry uh christmas without hearing the song Last, Last Christmas, Christmas by Wham. So that's why it's called Whamageddon. So it's one of those where you just try to hopefully you don't hear it at a store. And the moment you hear it, you're out of the game. That's it. You're out. Oh, you know, so so it's one of those. And it's just it's fun. I know last year I went how how I don't know. I, I kind of went into like a few weeks in before uh Christmas, but it's like it was one of those where it's like if I hear it, I hear it, you know. But I know people who are just so like trying not to hear it because 
I guess they're, uh, you know, hate it. Not most people. In our group, I won. Yeah, you did win. I know. I know. I think my little brother got out like in the beginning. He was like day two or so like that. But I lasted like I think two weeks in. But and yeah, he heard it. And he heard it putting gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what happened, dude? Something wrong with the pipe? No, it's I heard George Michael. <laughs> it's like let Christmas. <laughs> I gave you out of my heart. Yeah, there's this cool version uh, by the XX, and they do a cool ver- uh, cover version nice, of, nice. of that song, uh, Last Christmas. That that's I like that one. That's a really good one. Um, uh, one of the more newer ones covers that I like is uh, Gwen Stefani when she did her little solo solo Christmas album. I think that she released either last year or the year before. That's actually a good one too. Um, there's a lot, you know, on honestly that that it's like it's hard to make that song bad. It's like when you cover a Beatles song. You know, like it, it, it's most of them always sound because it's a freaking Beatles song. So the song's gonna be good. So Once a hit, a hit is a hit, you know. And, and exactly, and whoever touches it and does their own cover, it's always gonna sound good because it's a hit. Now it all depends on the voice. A hit is a hit. How come there's so many terrible Depeche Mode covers? The, yeah, you know what? Well, you know, I don't know. You gotta, I don't know. That's that's See, that's that? another. That's <laughs> that, 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 uh, we could go on a long conversation about that, but trust me, when it comes to Depeche Mode, there are so many like uh, cover albums, that, like the days of Amoeba. Like I would always just see like oh Nine Inch Nails, and I'd buy it, and it'd be good. Like I would, and then I would find a bunch of Depeche, and I'm like oh I'd buy it, and then it'd just be garbage. Like like Depeche Mode electro covers of Depeche Mode songs. You know what? You're so I mean. The majority of them that I've heard, uh, not good. I mean, seriously. Oh. I just finished doing my own cover of Sea of Sin, which I haven't released yet. But um, I don't know. I kind of kept it the same. It's just I just wanted to do it with my voice and kind of give a tribute to that track the way it is. I didn't want to change it because it's Depeche Mode. But I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's yeah, weird. It, it, know, it is. It is. It's weird. All right. So now we're, we're going to jump. We're still on song three. So now we're okay. jumping to Julia. So I had you earlier pick. So what is your number three top favorite Christmas song? Because I totally paid attention to what you told me and I got them all down. <laughs> uh, my number three is Carol of the Bells. All right. Which one's that one exact? It's the Christmas song that you will hear at the beginning of Adam's Family. The Oh, okay. Oh! Yes, yes, there you go. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I like that one too. Wow, that's weird. You picked a very Merry Christmas in Yeah, and that's like very much uh, like, um, what is that called? Like a carol style where like it's a group of people singing where like you. Have you ever gone Christmas carol? I wish. No. I have. You have? Yes. I, I would always, I've always. I did. There was only three people, and I was like, "Why doesn't it sound the same? It doesn't sound the same with three people. What's going on?" <laughs> it's because you know they lower the budget, and when you have three people, I was like, "Well, <laughs> no, no." <laughs> yeah. La trompeta, onta la trompeta. He couldn't come here tonight. Merry, merry, merry Christmas! Merry, merry, merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> if I, if us three went the caroling, I, I'd be the one with the terrible voice because I can't sing. I would want to. I would want to do the high yeah. ones, dude, just to throw those high ones. Well, <laughs> 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 so why is it that you love that song? Well, I've always loved the movie Adam's Family. My my parents bought it in VHS at McDonald's, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, that song starts at the very beginning of that movie and I don't know what it is about that song that every time I hear it I feel like a little kid again yeah 
It, I mean, it is, it is. And it's cool that you, you relate it with that memory of an actual movie. And that movie does like take place right in the beginning of like Christmas. So like, I don't know why, you know, they always make it like it's a Halloween movie, but they never really into the very end is when they do Halloween. Right. But in the beginning, they start off with Christmas and then, you know, is that... it's not a holiday movie. No, but they always put it on Halloween. I mean, when we were in the in the hospital with Remy, they remember they kept showing that movie like. So, yeah, but that's it. That's a good song. It's just very like the, the vocal of it. You know, I like very it. Chorusy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It is. Good choice. Um, my, my number three, uh, this one is by, it's sung by band aid. Uh, it's that <gasps> where it's all the, the Brit artists who came together, put together by Bob Geldof and they did, do they know it's Christmas? That is like such a dumb song. <laughs> Why? Because the lyrics are terrible. You know what? Let's put it this way. You know what? There is a documentary, and yes, there's there's some lyrics that are word. Even Bono even had a hard time singing because it was like, really? It's like, do they know yeah. it's Christmas? And we're all having a good time over here, and they don't know that's you know. I grew up when that came out. I bought the album when it came out. You know, and uh, I don't want to finish your. Well. Cause like okay, here's the Bono part. The Bono part is when he goes, "Well tonight, thank God it's them instead of you." Well tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. That's the one. <laughs> that's the lyric that always stuck stood out to me. That I was like, "Ooh, right? that just ruined Christmas for me." Uh, hey, Freddie, you want this now? Nah, Cause they don't know it's Christmas. Nah, I don't want it. <laughs> it ruined it for me. And then my said, "You know, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, it really is like, hey, do they know Christmas? Is? No, but that's. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? Look, but you know what? It raised so much money. It, it yeah. was a beautiful movement. Uh, you know, uh, if you you know, you can give the history of behind that. That, but I lived that album. I had that album. As a matter of fact, still on vinyl. You know, it raised uh, raised a lot of money for for those for Ethiopia and what was going on at in 84 that was 1984 yeah 85 84 85 it was all my heroes man duran duran spandu ballet david bowie boy george boy george i didn't i didn't know there is a i mean i know that there's probably a making of but i don't know like i've never seen an actual documentary about it i really want to watch that watch it dude it's on youtube to say to say uh do they know it's christmas documentary and it's yeah. behind the scenes. You see, call, boy George was such an asshole. Like, you know, but oh, see, no, really? no, yeah, everybody would look, everybody was so hot at that time. Everybody was like, man, you had David Bowie, you had Bono, you had Sting, you had, I mean, the top world performers. And they didn't know what they were doing. It's just amazing that, you know, they all came, hey, what's up, man? Let's sing this line and sing that line. And they had to, they had to mix it within 72 hours. And then it was going to get out. It was going to get played on the radio. And it's interesting because for me, I lived it. I didn't know the back end. And I was like, wow, I'm glad that I was part of that history. Well, I mean, because like for me, the reason why I love it is just because like, like it doesn't hold like a memory for me, like how Julia was saying with like Adam's family. For me, it just sounds really good. Like all the different mix of, of, of the singers, their voices. And then just like when it starts with like, because it has such you know like when it comes to a christmas song you hear like the drums and then like kind of almost like a bell like like the christmas bells 
Yes. And like the way it starts, it's Christmas time. Like, and it's—I don't know—it's such There's a great no song. Time to be afraid at Christmas time. Yeah. In life, and and then in in our world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> of plenty, we must spread a smile of joy. <laughs> and then Bono was. Uh, He's like, well, thank God it's that of you, or however Bono sings. But and the chorus, Christmas bells that ring. Damn, makes you happy. See, I'm happy already, dude. I didn't, I didn't have to have weed. I just listened to that song. And you just get to lift you up, makes you dance, and you get all happy. It's for that. Exactly. Ah. There should be a weed. There should be a joint called that. Do they know it's Christmas? Hey, can I have a do you know it's Christmas white? Because I hear that. So, it's up I'm I'm charity ready. (laughs) All right. Well, here we go. Now we're moving on to number two. So, Freddie, what is your number two pick of your favorite Christmas song? Well, it has to be Erasure. Did you know Erasure had a Christmas song? No. Well, I'm about to find out right now. Yeah, you're going to find out, Holmes. Today, you're going to find out about everything it's called she won't be home and it's a it's very it's very 80s very uh the song is called she won't be home for christmas like you know it could be your daughter it can be your girlfriend it can be whatever but it's very very erasure and i don't know I don't, I don't think a lot of people know that and it was released during christmas time it was on an ep of four songs that was one of them yeah so why won't she be home for christmas Maybe she broke her leg, or maybe she can't afford it. <laughs> you know, they didn't have Uber back then. You know, they, they got no way of getting there. You know, well, now with the lockdown, now it fits in for the she won't be home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. put that side. Ahora si pones esa canción. Which one? The, the, the Erasure, she won't be home for you because she's not coming. Because <laughs> I'm cold. Because I'm cold. <laughs> she's like, are you serious? Do she, does she know it's Christmas time? No, ni sabe, ni sabes que es Christmas. No le digas. Está bien. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's it. 1988 was the the release. It was yeah. actually released right at the very tail end of November. Uh, November there you go. 28. Yeah, yeah it was ready for Christmas. Time. Yeah, it was a Christmas EP released by Erasure in 1988, in between the albums "The Innocence" and "Wild." Yeah, it reached number one in Denmark and number two in the United Kingdom. I I had no idea about this. Christmas. I've never said that. <laughs> um, I like some songs by Erasure, but I've I've never been like a huge fan of their like I know all their like the way I meant Depeche Mode. It's like uh, it's the way I like oh I like some songs, but I've never been like oh I love all of them, you know? Right, right. And I like Depeche, but that is the, I got I want to hear that. Yeah. Obviously, as for the audience, they're hearing the songs as we're talking about it, so that people know what we're talking about. So it's going to be playing in the background. You know, it's funny because that when that when that song came out, I was in my first electronic band, and we actually came out with a song exactly like it, because the beginning of the song is start it starts off with a horn, and then little bells, ding 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 dong dong, yeah. <laughs> and then it builds up. So it's very Christmassy. And yeah. I gotta find our version. I found a tape, a actual tape of our recording studios, and I gotta run it through dig- I gotta digitize it now. But I know that song is in there. So that song, She Won't Be Home by Erasure, influenced our Christmas song that we did. Because there's not there's not a lot of Christmas songs, like electronic Christmas songs. 
You know? Yeah, no, there's not. It's very rare to find. It's it's weird. Kids. You hear you hear the Frank Sinatra ones, or you hear the Mariah Carey. You hear you know, but it's like you know, there's got to be more mixture, man. Open, you know, open the market for it. Exactly. Yeah, that's you know, that's true. But yeah, Erasure, she won't be home. Check check it out, eh? It's pretty good. It's a, it's a good song. We will. All right. So number two, Julia. Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. Oh, by who? Is there a you specific know what? artist? I don't, I don't or? have a specific artist, but I've never heard a bad cover of that song. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's pretty. That's pretty good written song. <laughs> what? What? How? How does it go? Oh, which one's that one? The, the Winter Wonderland. Which one? Wait, is, is that the one that I was singing earlier? No, that's. Sing the song. How's it go? Oh, walking in a Winter Wonderland. Oh, that's very Oh, winter. that one. Oh, yeah. Walking in the wind. There she is, walking naked. She's coming with her presence. She's coming down from the chimney, smoking a big joint. Oh, yeah. That, okay. That Anytime I hear that song, it very much makes me think of elementary. Because during this time, back in elementary days, you always had like each class had to sing a song Christmas for, for assembly. a Christmas yeah assembly and this song because it was more lyrics a lot more memorizing it was always like the fifth or sixth grade classes that would sing this one and then they'd be like da, 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 and then there'd be someone holding a stocking in the air so like, but it's just like that always makes me think of his school time you know oh he our, our Owen didn't get to do our kid didn't get to do his Christmas thing because of COVID. Oh, it's it's well, 2020 sucks. <laughs> yeah, that that's that is a good one. So it's like honestly, that's another one where it really doesn't matter who's covering the song, it's a good one, you know. So that's a good one. All right, so my number two, there's so all right, it, it's it's so hard when it comes to like this one. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, What? What the hell? Like, because it's like I'm I'm actually going on the cheesy aspect of this song, but it's so good cheesy of this like why I love this song. It's like nacho cheese. Yeah, it's like so cheesy. It got a lot, and it's like I get it. Like there's a lot of Christmas songs. People will be like, "Wow, how would you pick this one?" You know, like I really like the Brenda Lee like rocking around the Christmas. Like I like that old. You know, um, uh, there, I mean, there, there's a lot more. I can't even freaking think of them right now because I'm. I'm <laughs> focusing on this song but the one i'm going with is paul mccartney's freaking um uh wonderful christmas time i don't know why dude i have such a love for this song like it's just and that's it, it's almost like synthy because he, he's using a weird keyboard it's yeah simply having a wonderful christmas time spirits high or whatever <laughs> I like that one. Now I know there is that cool Yoko Ono and John Lennon. Well, it's more John Lennon, because they go Happy Christmas, Yoko, Happy Christmas, you know. And then they, that's when that that's a cool song. That's a really good one. Well, what? Yeah, but okay, that's but that's my song, the, the Paul McCartney song. All right, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Our number one picks of favorite Christmas songs. Freddie, what is yours? Dude, I just had it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well there's this one it's like i like you know there's i'll, I'll name a few or you know what oh it is here it is here it is okay. it just came to me feliz navidad 
¡Feliz Navidad! ¡Navidad! ¡Feliz Navidad! ¡Feliz Navidad! ¡Feliz Navidad! I don't remember it. I mean, look at all the Christmas songs I just sang. All I know is Birder Birder Thurder. That's pretty. That's good enough for me. Because you can go to a record store and say, you can still buy it by even saying that. Hey, do you have that one? Do you have that one song that goes what? Birder 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 Birder. Oh, yeah, we have that one. We also have the remix that goes Birder 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 Birder. That's a, that's a good song. Uh, I'll be posting it close to the Christmas time. Uh, it's me. I'm probably in third or fourth grade. And I'm singing that in the living room, uh, Feliz Navidad, so I'll be posting that. Yeah, and I'm dancing, <laughs> so you'll see that up there uh, for the holiday time, Christmas time. <laughs> so yeah, so that, that that is a good one. Why, why is it, though, exactly why do you love that song? That one was around, because everybody knows it. You can be at Starbucks, you can be at a gas station, you can be anywhere in the world, on the airport, in the bathroom. Feliz Navidad. Oh, hey, hey Feliz Navidad. You know, it just... <laughs> It unites. It's just a happy one. It's one of those like you're having a shitty day, and then that he comes out. Hey, I wanna wish you. I mean, you're your band in the mood. You're like, okay, and you start singing, you forget. <laughs> That's why it is. It is. Let me see. What's the? I forget this guy, Jose, because uh, he does another song that. Yeah, he also he he did look. He became. He's a Cuban singer. Um, God, I forget his name. I can't believe he just forgot his name. But he also did, is he it covered. Jose? What? Feliciano? No. Jose Feliciano? Yeah, yes. Jose Feliciano. There you go. Jose Feliciano, the Cuba. Oh, like, oh, goes, This is my song. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> and it got a lot of people to be singing Christmas songs back in the yeah, day. Yeah, and he also covered the doors, Light My Fire. Light My Fire, Light My Fire, you Light My Fire. I didn't like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you're right. You know, it would be untrue. And I know there was something where he got like, like people were kind of upset about because I was watching this documentary on HBO about uh, like Latin artists and from like the very early days when it came to like actors like what's her name that was in uh, the West Side Story. Yes. So it was leading to that like a bunch of actors and they're talking about how like he did uh, a flamenco or whatever style guitar he plays of the yeah of the national anthem. And like, oh, a lot yeah, yeah, of yeah, were yeah. Upset about that, I guess, you know, because like, I'm gonna burn it there, you know. Yeah, so, gonna, yeah, he put up a little bit of Cuban in there, and they're like, no, we don't like your Cuban, take it off, please. We don't, very yeah. insulting. So I was like, hey, we're, we're very multicultural here, we're, we gotta mix around. But see, the world, well, <laughs> the world is still the same, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> we but haven't learned shit. Like you see, the world is different. No, nope. I had to go back. I, I had to backtrack. I had to backtrack. Estaba más chingado. Estaba más jodido. Hey, tú estabas más jodido. Estaba más jodido. All right. So here's num number one. What is yours, love? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, did it, did it. I want a hippopotamus. That, that. I like that one. That's a, a cute. Only hippopotamus will do. do. Don't want a toy, a dinky dinky dog. Something about chicken <laughs> bacon in my shoes. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good song, but I remember the days of LimeWire. Did you ever download illegally? 
Freddie. Oh, dude, I was part of that whole. I was, I wasn't downloading. I was actually a LimeWire. Yeah, I remember that. It was days of the MP3s of sharing. Hey, you want to share a full album? Really? Can I get the full album? Yeah, or the whole discography of a band. You're like, oh, I got everything of the passion. <laughs> exactly, dude. It was like, wow, that was the good old days. The good old days. Well, when it came to, because it's because of the reason why, it, like, it always reminds me of this. LimeWire, whenever you would search that song and you would get that song, it was always titled under Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple did not sing that song, but it was always listed as that for some reason. So anytime like, people would think, oh, like, now it's like you could Google it easily. But back when, you know, early 2000s with LimeWire, everyone would be like, oh, Shirley Temple. I'm like, no, it's not. It's it's not her, you know, but oh, everyone always thinks that's who it is, you know. Isn't it funny how well it's it's who makes whom it look it, anyone can write it's who makes it famous you know like on the song yeah well she didn't sing it <laughs> that's i know thing. even though she didn't sing it it was like hey, Shirley, okay it's Shirley, yeah it's like for a while um uh you spin me round was labeled under billy idol for a long time so people believe for some reason Billy Idol did the you spin me right band. Wow, I remember that one. That was yeah. and Billy Idol was like, hey, I didn't write that song. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so why do you love that song? What is it about the hippopotamus song that you love? Yeah. It's just a joyful, cheerful song. And that song does for me what Feliz Navidad does for you. It's just it's just cheery, it's upbeat. Ah, cool. It brings out that little child. Yeah. It just always it always puts me in a better mood yeah it is it is a fun happy song it's like the mom doesn't want her to have a hippopotamus she's gonna tell her that it'll kill her and the teacher's like well ha it's a vegetarian his parents are liars <laughs> <laughs> that's true every she wants anything that she could to get it's kind of like the uh all i want for christmas by two front teeth you know it's like it's that fun kids song you know like uh or, or like that other kid song the Mamacita, donde esta Santa Claus? Yeah, that one. Eve. You know that one. Yeah. Ole! yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's um, a good one too. So yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, my number one uh, favorite all-time favorite Christmas song has to. We're going for the '80s right here, going back to the '80s, and it is done by the waitresses, and it is Christmas rapping. I love love this song. The Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, but I couldn't miss one. This one, this there, but if there, see, <laughs> I don't know the lyrics to any song unless I love them in high school or younger. Back to the store and saw walking, he went over there and there to fair. See, I don't know the lyrics. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, but I couldn't miss this one this year. I always mess up with. That's something like that, but it's I like it. It's so it's, fun because that's a good one. That's a good one. That's very is. fun. Even in the '90s, Say Ferris did a cover version that I remember they on a Christmas K Rock CD, and that one was still good because they still did it in the style, very much of like you know, where you right. talk, don't sing at all. Ska, you know, like that. It was, it was really good. It was a good song. <laughs> yeah, I like it. such a great song. I to be that's good favorite. ones that's good on all good ones i mean there's a there's a lot of, of, of great christmas songs but yeah like you know and there's always like the those ones that like yeah like you mentioned like frank sinatra or bing crosby michael bubble does a lot of great 
Bublé? Yeah, Bubble uh, does a good Michael cover Bublé. version of like, it's like here is Michael Bublé, 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 Bublé. Like Burl Ives, you know, or like Have <laughs> Yourself, but like, you know, songs just like that. Have Yourself, Like there's a cool, Bean Crosby, like there's a cool version of David Bowie and Crosby. You ever seen that one, Little Drummer Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to sing that song, Little Drummer Boy. Wow, that song reminds me of elementary school. My teacher. Yeah. That was my first song I had to sing, like, in front of a... That's like the Little Drummer Boy. I had to sing that song. Oh, really? Yeah. That, you... that one scared me. It scared the living oh, really? daylights. <laughs> There's this cool video. It's uh, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. And it, it had to be roughly around Talladega Nights. And Will Ferrell is David Bowie. And John C. Riley is Bing Crosby. And there's a because there's an old video where someone's knocking on the door, Bing Crosby opens the door, and it's David Bowie. He comes in the house and they start talking. He's like, Oh, I do music. Oh, you do music too? What type of music? Mostly contemporary, this and that. And he starts naming artists he likes and Bing Crosby. So then they get into song and they start playing Little Drummer Boy. And that's it. Well, Will Farrell and, and, and John C. Riley did that, but as David Bowie and they do everything on par, like exactly. They walk in, the same dialogue, but at the very end, for they get in a fight at the very end. Like John C. Riley, like, as as Bean Crosby doesn't call him David Bowie, and he says, "My name's David Bowie." He's like Bean fucking Crosby, and uh, David Bowie gets pissed off and knocks over the Christmas tree. Can it be? Oh, that's a pretty little thing, isn't it? Very nice. All right, Bobby. You have a Merry Christmas. It's Bowie. It's David f***ing Bowie. And it's Bing f***ing Crosby, pal. Like, it's just weird because it's like playing it straight. Until the very end, where they get fucking mad at each other, and it just makes me laugh. Like I'll post this because people got to see this. If you've never seen it, it's, a, it's yeah. a funny thing. But yeah, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we had some fun talking Christmas because we had to. I love Christmas. Ya se acabó. Yeah, ya se acabó. That's our top three. It's fin. It's finished. Yeah, and maybe yeah. next three we'll talk about like you know favorite toys growing up. But I think it's time we get into our movie where we revisit. Uh, what year was this movie? Um, 2003's Bad Santa. That's right. Uh, we had to do our picks. And Freddy picked this film. So, Bad Santa. So, Freddy, why, out of all the Christmas holiday movies for this month, what made you pick Bad Santa? Maybe because 2020 made me pick it. <laughs> 2020? Why? Because Bad Santa represents what 2020 is. Just bad all around. Just disgusting yeah. in your face. No respect. Tired of life. No hope. Stealing. Cheating. Fornicating. You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like that movie. It's like I, I couldn't give you. I mean, why? I mean, let's just document what 2020 makes you feel at the end of the year. I, and this is exactly how I feel. Because I used to dress up as a Santa Claus for my family with the kids. Because I don't have kids. I have nephews. Yeah. And I used to dress up. Why? Because I wanted to be that uncle. 
and and I did. I would dress up, and so it's like when this movie came out, man, I was like, wow, I'm the like the opposite. This guy is like representing the bad Santa. And actually, that movie, I had just entered my new job, leaving the the entertainment. I mean, the record industry for good because MP3, and I went into film, and this was my first. Film that I ended up subtitling. What? So, yeah. Subtitles for this? That is so yeah. cool. Yeah, so I remember this movie and I remember it frame by frame. And uh, yeah, this movie brings back a lot of memories. And I think, uh, you know, it kind of represents what 2020 is at Santa. I don't think Santa would even, you know, it's like, yeah, we just want to get over this hump that's going on right now. But if 2020 was a Santa, it would be Billy Bob Thornton and Batter Santa. Yeah. Right? Oh. That's true, man. All right, so I mean, you know what? It's it's perfect. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna connect later on the song of the week with what you. So this episode is perfect because it's very much in in the 2020 of what the hell's going on. Because this Christmas you can't go to no mall Santa and sit right. on his lap. No, now you could sit on a virtual Santa Claus. That or what, what? What? She took the kids to go because I had to work, but. Tell us what 2020 what? looks like with Santa. Yeah, what is? Fast Pro Shop to get their annual picture with Santa. And, um, well, you had to do an online reservation. You couldn't just show up and, you know, get one of the lottery, you know, cards or whatever to get the picture. And then you had to keep your mask on. No exceptions. And the Santa, they had like uh, some gift boxes set up in front where the kids would sit and they had like a, a like a clear partition that the kids would sit in front of so you don't go near santa and sit <laughs> on top of the clear partition that separates you from santa like you oh my now. god santa has a, a one of those face shields oh my god that's 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 already horrific already man it's like ah. Oh. yeah i mean it's crazy because it's like you know it's known for when it comes to Santa, what is it? Sit on Santa's lap, tell him what you want for Christmas. Instead, this year, you're either one, virtual Santa, two, you're like, if you're with Santa, guess what? You're not sitting on his lap. Yeah, you're being with like a plexiglass or whatever. I know what's going to happen. I know a lot of Santa Claus are going to be coming. The parents are going to be coming dressing up as Santa Claus now. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen. Santa so. outfits are a good investment right now. Yeah, those are expensive. I, you know, when I did it, I really wanted to look like Santa Claus. I got the good one. I mean, I spent probably three hundred dollars, and it it lasts me for because every year until I guess uh, I guess when the kids you know grow up, you don't do it anymore. Me call, me, me, do you want me to dress up? No, Theo, it's okay. I'm eighteen. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, me. I just <laughs> I liked like, it. We I, know it's you, Theo. <laughs> no, it's you, Theo. You know, no, no, it's just fun. It was just, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, when the, the Santa, because we were even considering that of getting her brother to dress up as Santa. It's fun. He has the yeah. right build. He does. He's he's tall. Do it. He's big like the Santa, and they have cheapy ones for like forty bucks, but the good ones uh, are hundred dollars. Look, look, guys, just you, you guys be. You don't have to spend for. I just did it because at the time I I did have the money. Now I don't have no monies, but <laughs> thanks to COVID, no. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, just dress up. Be creative in the house. I mean, you know, just because you can just not, you know, it just makes it fun for the kids. So, yeah, yeah. It's, for, it's for the children, you know? Yeah, well, what sucks is that for, you know, one of the things when it comes to us Latinos and Christmas is tamales. And my, oh. my brother, uh, you know, we didn't even talk about our Thanksgivings, but our Thanksgiving was spent here 
at the house because my brother tested positive for COVID. So on the episode of Galaxy Quest, my little Ooh. brother said he was sick. And we joked that. He's like, oh, what if you have the COVID and this is your last episode ever? And you're mira, you know, mira. Oh, my God. I feel so bad now. And he, yeah, he had the COVID. He tested positive. Has. Correct. Yeah. Has currently. And his little ones also tested positive. Um, and, you know, my parents are being idiots. So with that being said, it's like one, the day of Thanksgiving, my mom asked, oh, you know, your brother tested positive for COVID, but you guys still want to come over? We're like, well, no, I'm not going to go over. Like, what's wrong with you? So we stayed here. We got norms. You know, that was our Thanksgiving. But when it comes to Christmas time. Better, bigger, better breakfast instead of turkey. Yeah. And chicken fried steak and eggs. I got ooh, that. But, ooh, yummy. You know, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want to go. Like, as much as I love tamales, like we have. Hey, man, you know what? I love tamales, too. And look, I haven't seen my mother, too. I mean, I took her out to marketing. She bought a lot of stuff. And I don't. I see my mother every week. And now I don't. But I talk to her every day, you know. And we also talked about Christmas. You know, we're not going to get together, you know. We just, it has to be different, you guys. And it sucks. It sucks. Because, yes, we want to eat our tamales. We want to be with our families. We want to yeah. dress up like Santa Claus. We want to enjoy. But a la chingada, we just have to do it like this now. Ni yeah. modo. Let's do yeah. it again. Get inside. Stay home. You can look at, we, we got used to Zooming. Our show is Zooming. You and I have not seen each other. I don't even know, you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen I haven't yet seen We're going to have a party of when we unite That's what we're going to do We're going to get our listeners Whoever wants to see They're going to get a location yeah, exactly. Once COVID And they're going to see the, <laughs> the reunion in the studio Hey, we're here We're together We're going to do, do Opening act Is going to be a, 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 Like an 88 miles per hour episode And then closing the show uh, Like a, a special six song performance By Devotional Dave Míralo, míralo Muy chistoso Este mira muy chingón Este con las That'd be awesome wrong but i'm like hey, hey i open ta- hey i open other presents too pendejo <laughs> yeah but tamales are good man i love them they're amazing all right so let's let's get into the movie so you it's a perfect 2020 movie uh this movie cost it was a small budget honestly enough it was 23 million and in the box office it made 76 million this movie was actually a huge hit um i know it doesn't look like a lot uh but critically it, it went well and it was one of those where like after the fact it was this was a word of mouth movie so when this movie came out it became like dude you got to go see this movie it's freaking good because the, the the trailers didn't sell it well and plus you can't because when i saw this movie i didn't know what i was going in for i just knew oh, it's gonna be a christmas movie but then you find out how vulgar and dirty it is you're like holy crap this movie's good so the trailer couldn't even tell you how how much of amazing and funny this movie was he's a shitting eating drinking fucking santa claus exactly you know and and it's crazy because universal pictures they turned down this movie because and i quote it was the most foul disgusting misogynistic anti-christmas anti-children thing we could imagine exactly but as the evolution of movies we break down the barrier and look this movie came up and and that opened that opened the doors for more movies like this because when i had subtitled this film i couldn't believe it myself i was like oh my god i heard words like the f word that we don't say you know the other words freely that you don't say anymore just the crazy <clears throat> Just of what was going on and how opening of vulgar and how 
well, look, look. Well, we it's have. okay to be vulgar because we're gonna have a disclaimer in the beginning. Because we, there's no way we can talk about this movie without having a curse. Because some of the like these, there's so much quotable lines in this, and a lot of them are 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 freaking. They say the f word. They say fuck so much in this movie. And Billy Bob Thornton is like role is so great in this because. Oh yeah, I, he made it. He made it look so good. Saying you, you know we I guess we all wanted to see a Santa like this. You know, we've always Where seen that. <laughs> well, you know, no, of course I wouldn't say, but look, we're like, oh, there's a bad Santa. Well, this is interesting. That's why it was like word of mouth. It wasn't, it was, a, it, even for me, I was like, wow, this is a pretty, wow. How is this going to do out there? You know, and then it's Billy. And, but one of my favorite actors, we're just going to go down. It's John Ritter. John Ritter's in this. And yes. one of the, one of my favorite actors from the eighties who plays Jack Tripper from Three's Company. And, uh, this was his last film, mm-hmm. one of his last films that he did before he, he passed. He did, he did a series back on Channel, for Channel 7 after that he passed, but that movie was dedicated to him. And yeah. then, of course, the late Bernie Mac. Yeah. Hilarious. Dude, I grew up with watching his comedy, and dude, just to see him on screen and play this gin guy from the, you know, and then, and then it's, he's like, you know, John Ritter, who plays Bob, this boss, and they're, oh, it's just hilarious, those scenes, <laughs> those office scenes of just, you know, hey, man, something's happening here, and they're spying on, you know, of course, the bad Santa. <laughs> like, when he shows up to the office, because when he first meets, you know, uh, Willie and uh, Marcus, and then he says, like, he starts talking about performance, he's like, what do you mean performance? He's like, That's not in the office, they're walking into the mall. I didn't, no, no, no. I'm saying that the Bernie Mac scene and mm-hmm. a, they're in the office, but he's explaining when he first oh, right, meets, right. Yes, 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 you yes. know, Marcus and Willie. Oh yeah. And performance. He's, he's, he's like, what do you mean my performance? He's, he's saying there's something wrong with my gear. With my shit stick. <laughs> I thought he says fuck stick. You're right. He does. I don't know why he says shit. <laughs> that was the uh, translate. That was the, uh, no, the other version. Shit stick in part two. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, but it's it's fuck stick. So when he goes and tells Bernie Mac, he has trouble saying fuck. Like he's like, you know, and he's like, so fuck stick. He's like, yeah, yeah. So he would say for him. It's funny because he's like, you know, the Mr. Proper guy. And he's like, yeah, you know, the, the F word, you know, the f- 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 you know, fornicating. Yeah. yeah, fornicating. Yes. You know, or and then just she said, <laughs> he's like, he's like, you want S-H-I-T right for a month. <laughs> He's like, so he fucks large women. Fucks yeah. <laughs> and then and then also Cloris Leachman, the old lady, she's in it yes. too. She plays the grandma, dude. She's so great on that. Let me fix you some sandwiches. She's always <laughs> saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that one part. Well, I'm, I'm just going to, we're skipping through, but, you know, the one part where they find her, she's like, just looks like she's dead. And she looks like she's dead. And they're like, dude, is she dead? And they're like. And then she wakes up and just startles him, but she looks like she's just completely dead. <laughs> that happens when you go see old folks. You're like, Dio, are you alive? Is he dead? No, no, that's why he breathes. Scream in that scene looks so real. <laughs> yeah. When they when she wakes up and they freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Her fear looks real. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. She's so good, man. She's great. Yeah. If you if, for those of you listening, if you've never seen Bad Santa, the Bad Santa. The premise is this. Two con men use Santa as a ruse to infiltrate a mall Mm -hmm. and rob the safe during one of the biggest shopping times of the year. Exactly. Exactly. One big heist a year. Yep. And he's, as 
time goes on, he just gets worse and worse at his job. It makes me wonder, did he start off like this? Or was he, you know, in the beginning, very much like, ho, 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 I'm Santa Claus, better, better. And then as time went on, he became more of an alcoholic. Or was well, he always really, an asshole like well, Marcus this? Marcus kind of says that, that he's been falling apart and he's getting, been getting worse every year. He's like, I remember he used to be able to crack a safe like it was nothing. Yeah. But I'm wondering if the as him being Santa, because I know the cracking. So it's all goes hand in hand. Yeah. So that means at one point in the very beginning, the first job they did, he was into it. He was being Santa, ho hoing around, being good with the kids. And now, I mean, yeah, I didn't say all that. It's like right at the beginning when when it starts, it starts off of how he is with the kids when he's just sitting there waiting for the mall to close when they're. Uh, the oh yeah, I love it. He's like, yeah, okay, what do you want? uh-huh all right get out kid all right i would see it you know what's funny because i see i was i just watched it i haven't seen it you know since i subtitled it and that was a long time ago and i you know i like to revisit it and it was just so funny to you know just watch it and just see this guy just all right kid he's just doing it for the money he's like i gotta get out of here he's drunk he's crudo you know he's and these poor kids man you know and they're all awesome, you know and all kids are different you know some are clean some are smelly some are just you know like you know they're all types of kids coming up in this guy and he's 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 like god man i can't wait to you know it's like what do you want no i want this all right get out of here kid Hey everybody, it was at this moment where we started having some audio issues, but not to worry, we actually went back and were able to record later on and talk, finish recording or talking about Bad Santa. So this here is the remainder of the episode. Enjoy. The thing. Okay. All right. So in the beginning of the movie, we get we start off with Willie in a bar and it's just him talking. They have that cool little piano, the, the little ding, 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 ding. It's like a cool little Christmas song. So Willie's in the bar and he's seeing all these other people enjoying Christmas, having a great time. As Willie's sitting there, he starts talking about basically the terrible life he has and terrible father that he had. But the only good thing that his father ever taught him was how to crack crack a safe. And that's when we go outside and like the perfect title sequence, not title sequence, but the perfect for the title of the film to connect with what you're viewing and it's literally him in an alleyway throwing up and it just says bad santa and that's like the perfect way to set you up because then that's when it, it cuts to you know the mall and then that's where like the little kids going up the escalator and it's going to give you like this it's giving you this presence of like joy christmas and the little kids like wow looking around and then that's when we get some scenes with santa with the kids what do you want, little girl? Drop set. Oh, the old man will love that. Okay, fine. See you later. I saw you at another mall. Well, I'm very happy for you. You're not really Santa. If you were Santa, you could do magic. You want to see some magic? Here, let's watch you disappear. Watch the bladder, kid. Santa's got a pee. What do you want? A new bike. A new bike. Wow, that's a new one. Next one. So that's when you find out how much of a, of, you know, a Santa is. So it's like it ends when they're leaving the mall. So at that point, when he's walk, he's he's walking out. You see the the fat cop from uh, Megan and Molly, Ma- Mike and Molly, Mike and Molly, and he's right there and he and he stops him. He stops him and he tells him like he's like, hold on. He's like, hey, you're not trying to 
stuff anything in them pants, right? The, no, those pants are a little baggy. You don't happen to have anything hiding, giving like the fake punch in the gut. He's like, you know, you're. Well, there's two versions. One, he calls him an asshole, or the other one, he says, "What does he say?" I I remember because we've I've seen all three versions. Yeah, and I've even watched the like extended cut where it's like like a blooper reel. So I don't even remember what he says to him. I just remember one of one of the things that. I remember Billy Bob saying, "Is it's your your wife's down there? You want to say hi or something like that?" Oh, he says that one. I don't remember that one. I just know one of them. He says, "He's like, yeah, my dick." His pants are awful big. You wouldn't be trying to steal nothing, would you? The only thing I got in here is something to cripple your sister with. Yeah, you know what I got in here? Your wife. You want to say hi to her? You fucking asshole. Yeah, my dick. You want to see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> so, and then, um, so when he walks out, he's like, "Yeah, nice, very nice language," and he leaves. At that point, it goes, and then so it gives that mischievous, like, yes. Christmassy mm-hmm. nutcracker, like, "Ooh, what's going on?" And it's out of nowhere. You cut to a scene, and I'll let you go to this. We see a little snowman. Uh, <laughs> in like a Christmas display, yeah, and he comes to life. <laughs> t- yeah, takes off his headpiece. It's Marcus in a little snowman suit, and he is basically starting his journey to the uh, to just dis- to deactivate the security alarm. Yes, and what I thought was uh, was funny is that when he slides uh, in between the escalators and he gets to the to the bottom, like he he hits. Like a like a table like display thing with mannequins with and ma- stuff. yeah but the effects is that of like bowling pins yeah <laughs> <laughs> which I'd never noticed before and I just I thought that was really funny it's like why it's it's, it's a cheesy effect It, like, it is. You know, like, because it's it's so stupid because we know that's not what it's going to sound like. Right. Clearly, that's not what mannequin's falling like, over. is that another dig at him being a, a little, little person? person? Yeah. <laughs> He's like a bowling ball and those are pins. Like that video where, like, this, like, little person gets tossed into the water <laughs> and it's like... Boop! Yeah. Like like a drop of water sound or yeah, something? Yeah, like, I can't... People... Can you do that? Ah. There you go. It's something like that. It's like so, a... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's terrible. There's two. There's one where they're in a fight. Yeah, the fight. And then he pushes the girl off the boat. No, no, no. Yeah, there are two sides of the story. There's right and there's the wrong and you are in the no, wrong. No, you don't get it, do you? <laughs> Though I want to know what show that is where there's a bunch of little people. It looks uh, like a reality a, it's, TV it's a show. Reality TV show, with Little Women. Of, of is that the women. one we were watching when we were in Va- No, uh, Walt Disney World. Yes. Yeah, we they're like having a marathon. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so stupid sound effect and it's it's him rushing to turn off the the freaking Yes, he turns off the alarm and when he go when he goes outside to let in Willie, there's like at least eight empty beer cans. It's like how long did it take be like between Willie exiting to him waiting by the back door that he had enough time to drink eight cans of beer. Yeah, it's like, I guess, like for the film, they're trying to establish the fact 
how much that, of a raging alcoholic he yeah, is. Yeah, like he just drinks and he's just out of it, you know. But it's like, could someone chug down that many beers? I mean, I know alcohol takes a bit because, like, I had a friend who had a, a whole bottle of Casadoras. It was not open, you know, and it was handed to him. And he started drinking it. And he's like, oh, this isn't even affecting me. So he kept drinking that bottle. And it wasn't until later it hit him and whoa, he was effed up drunk as hell. But it's because it took a bit. So maybe Willie's just like, eh, whatever, drinks it. I, I know it's going to hit me later. I don't give a, you know. I don't know. I just, I was just, I was just taken back when I realized how many cans were on the floor. Like, I don't think I've, I've ever known someone who could drink that much alcohol. Um, but anyway, so... So he lets in Willie. Willie's going to go work on the safe. And Marcus, being the great husband he is, goes on the shopping spree to go grab everything on his wife's list, which I commend him for being able to locate basically every single item in the mall in just a couple minutes, mind you. I mean, he, he takes those tiny little steps. How the hell he got all over the mall to grab <laughs> everything on that list and the time it took Willie to crack the safe is beyond me. See, but they, they play it like as if he's inside just like a JCPenney. Yes, because like you, a single department Yeah, because you never see him going do, through the actual through the mall. mall. Like, yeah, no. He, yeah. It's just the one department store. Yeah, so... Huh. Okay, so... All right, so... You know, I'll get to that part later in a little bit because we're going to get to it. So one thing is that for this beginning scene, we don't know what he's doing exactly. We just see him looking at a list, going around and getting things because we haven't been introduced to the wife yet. And he doesn't say, oh, I'm getting this for the wife. So at the moment, we just see him walking around. He gets the little thing and he turns away and he breaks the glass and he's loading up. Yeah, Yeah, the display case. And then that's when he walks to... He, he, by chance, he happens to, to check in on Willie and he asks them, like, uh, he asks him, like, how, how's it going? And he's like, he's, almost. And that's when Mark is like, well, I, I need to get a melon baller and a loofah. Yeah. And then that's when bah, he pops it and then the thing opens and all the money pours out somehow mm-hmm. for some reason. Fuck the loofah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they get everything and as they're loading the car somehow for some reason the wife because that's when we now we see oh that's why he's getting this stuff for her she can clearly look into Marcus, all the you get the loofah and that's when he tells her drive and she puts she puts like she has like a sour look on her face like mm. yeah and then they freaking she pushes the gas and they freaking like fall yeah. down but i'm like it's a loofah you can go you go what's so special about a loofah you can get the loofah anywhere i don't know it's ergonomically designed i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so at that point it cuts to them at a bar all right, so at this point, they're celebrating. He's spinning Marcus around. They're all happy, and it's like, yeah, and then that's when... Willie tells him, like, this is my last one, and Marcus is like, bullshit. Yeah. And and Willie's like, no, I'm serious. Like, with the money I got, I could, you know, open up a little bar by the beach, get a little, you know, find myself a little wife, and Marcus is like, bullshit. You're going to piss it all away, and you'll be waiting for it by the phone for me to call you if I call you. Yeah, and then you're gonna be so happy that you're gonna you're gonna get hat burned by by the the Santa hat or something. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna put on that Santa hat so fast you're gonna get hat burned. Yeah, and he's like, nah. And then that's when the bartender comes, says, "You want another one?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm good." And he's like, "You see, I'm already on the wagon." 
and then it cuts to them you know the next year it's it says like fort lauderdale or something it's a beach and then you see the crowd and it starts to pan to a bar and there he is chopping Jumping away limes yeah limes and then he puts it away and then he pours a drink and he starts drinking out of nowhere you get them the second matt, matt TV, tv cameo, cameo. and it's a uh, brian Collin from the goldbergs and stuff mm-hmm. like that and he's like hey asshole He's like, what did I tell you about? Didn't say like how many times I have to tell you? Or- yeah, he's like, well, he's like, how many times did I tell you not to get behind the bar? So that means this isn't the first time right. that he's been at that bar, sneaking into the bar, and it's cool because it gives you such the and I like I love how the how the the movie tricks you because it makes you believe that oh shit he did it he got himself a little bar like he's he's straightened at, out yeah. <laughs> And no, nope. nope. he gets he gets thrown over. No, he so he's like, get out. And then he takes a drink. He's like, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> he's like, fuck you. Fuck. No, he's like, fuck me. No, fuck you. He jumps over and he throws him out. And then that's when he gets the bottom and throws it. And that's when it cuts to him being a huge perv, eating a corn dog. Watching the volleyball girl players. Yeah. And then, and then it cuts to like just their butts. And it's just their butts. And then it cuts to him just licking his lips. And then that's when um, we see him. He goes to a, a strip show, right? Yeah, a strip club. I don't know who calls it a strip show. <laughs> hey, it is a show, all right? <laughs> it ain't no club. You don't need a membership to get in, all right? Um, so what you happens do in that scene? You need to know scene? the secret handshake. To so get what's, what's the, what happens? He, go, he goes inside the strip club, and he bought himself a bunch of scratchers. And he scratches one, and he he uses that as a tip and puts it in the in the bar uh she's she's not a stripper she's walking around giving drinks and she oh, puts yeah. it in her in her like uh underwear whatever and she pulls it out and she's like oh five dollars gee thanks yeah and then it cuts to them but he, this is like a rundown strip club. It's not top notch because she has a scrunchie in her hair, and no reputable strip club is gonna have their, um, you know, waitresses or whatever with scrunchies in their hair. Yeah. So this isn't like the I don't know, Spearmint Rhino. That's the only one I would you think is think like of. the big one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's like the the one that's like the has the franchise. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> Because every now and again, when you're on the 60 freeway, it would show like a billboard of some like, like, I don't know, I guess it's like a porn star and it says, coming to Spearmint Rhino, exit, better, better. And I'm like, I guess there's big time. So I don't know. So they go back to the hotel and that's when the messages happen. But yeah, he's I- checking his answering machine and he tells her, why don't you go take a shower? And she's like, I'm a, I'm a dancer. I sweat. It's like, yeah, well, you smell like a bum's nutsack. <laughs> See, but I like I like the other version. I like the one that was in the director's cut and the regular theatrical cut where he's sleeping. He's asleep. And then, boom, the alarm goes off and the music starts. It's like, have a holly jolly Christmas. And he's like trying to turn it off and he's hitting it, hitting it, and it won't turn off. So he literally yanks it and throws it against the wall. Uh-huh. And then he gets all these like bottles and Empty he's like, bottles fuck and- you. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't hear, oh by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas. Fucking shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You. I feel like that's Fuck also you. in the that's also in the batter Santa version though. So then, the, do you think? 
So then what happens with the strip? I don't know. Like I said, it's we should have I wish we should have watched Patterson. And we had time. Um so then at that point it's Marcus and he's like Marcus no he go he tells Phoenix. him Yeah, he's like it's he's like It's time. Phoenix. And then that's it and then it cuts to a then, scene walking I mean fuck if it if It looks like it was hot as balls. Yeah, and you know what? It's like okay, we you know, we have friends of the show, uh, Ruining Your Childhood podcast. They live in Arizona, so they have Christmas in Arizona. So uh, I, I'm wondering if it's like that because in this scene, like this is the one thing I hate about Christmas time is putting heat with holiday time. Because when you when you hear holiday, and I mean when you hear when you see Christmas holidays, I want to see the snow. I want to see the code. You know, because you're star- dreaming of a white Christmas. Exactly. You know, I want to have a, a a sweater to keep me nice and toasty. You want sweater weather? Yeah. You know, some hot cocoa. And in this scene, they're, they're it's it's a great shot where they're in the middle, walking in the street, wearing their Parking Santa up. gear and the and that's um uh, elf, <laughs> and you see like the. What is that called? Like the the vape, not the vapors, but it's like heat radiating off the pavement. Yeah, and it just looks hot, and I hate that because it reminds me of the years working at Rainforest Cafe. Because one, they would freaking put on the heater, so it would be stupid hot outside. It's fresh and cold, but when I would show up in the work, it would be hot, and I hated it. It would be. St- Stupid hot, and also too, even when it got too hot, sometimes because people would complain, I would turn off the heater, and and I remember there's this one lady who would always bitch about it and be like, he's like, who turned off the heater? And she she always wanted it on, and people would complain. I would tell her, guests are complaining that it's hot, and then she would wait for at least one person to say, oh, it's cold, and then right away put the heater in. It, it would just drive us nuts because she wouldn't get all the heat. Was she old? No, she was she was just this big lady. Like, oh. but anyways, I hated this. The going back to the original point, they would play tropical Christmas music. The tropical Christmas, I hated it because it would be, it's supposed to give you this this feel of being, celebrating Christmas in the sun, out in, in, in the islands. And I'm like, I don't want to celebrate with sun. I want to celebrate Christmas in the cold. So it would drive me nuts. And towards the end. Then you should have worked at Northwoods Inn. <laughs> it was towards the end of my life there at that place that they finally started mixing it with the, because it was the same, like, maybe like. I don't know, 30 songs that they would play in a row because there's not that many tropical Christmas songs. Right. You know? And there's one that, that I wish I could find. It was about Santa in a helicopter. And, like, uh, he, he it's basically giving Santa a day off. Let's all get together to give Santa a day off. So let's let's buy him, you know, this. Let's take him, let's treat him out to a nice restaurant. Let's get him a helicopter and all this and that. It was a garbage song. It sounds garbage. Yeah. But every but towards the end they would start playing the, you know, I'm dreaming oh, okay. of a I love I love that one. That's a good song. So they would start playing the old Bing Crosby. Yeah. Just like the ones I used to know. So that scene in the movie just drives me nuts because I hate the heat. So if, if you know, Ashley and Ryan, if you guys are listening, let me know if it's freaking hot in Arizona right now. During in December. Time. In December. Okay. So that's that's actually, no. 
So, no, yeah, they get to the mall and we're introduced to, you know, uh, as as he put it in the film, uh, God rest his soul, John, uh, Ritter. John Ritter. And he's he we get to meet him with heavyweight Santa. And he's like all mad because they basically got fired. Yes, because I guess they do it for, for next to nothing. Yeah. He's like, you, you know, you only make it because these guys do it for peanuts. This is the first time he gets to meet the boss. And right away, it's because it's, Willie just can't keep it straight ever it's just he's terrible marcus is all about we got to just put on this fake deck has a smile has a good job and he's talking about you know i saw your guys's resume thanks it was hi bob chapeska welcome great photo and resume by the way thanks you know we've been at this a long time and all so we'd like to think we do a good job i'm so glad you guys performance in any way oh no performance yes uh your performance you know the um Performance like sexual? Excuse me? Willie. Are you saying there's something wrong with my gear? Is that what you're saying to me? I'm sorry, your gear? Willie. My fuck stick. Hey, Willie. Take a seat. You know how your blood sugar is. He's not going to say stick in front of the children, is he? No, no, no. It's a joke. An adult joke for us adults. It's a joke. Just a joke. And he's like, hey, it's just a joke between us, you know, a joke. You know, and then he's like, he's not going to say that in front of the kids, is he? Like, I like how he says that. And he's like, no, it's a joke between us adults, you know, and that right there. He's like, I just hired them. So let me see if I could find a reason. So we're introduced to another great, you know, guy from who's also passed away, Mr. Bernie Mac. And I don't you see it says a name, but we never get a we he, they never say yeah him. he's credited as 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 Jin, but I don't remember anyone ever saying his name. Yeah, he does call him Stordick once. Oh really? Like, Stordick don't get shit. <laughs> <laughs> so then at this point he he's talking to Bernie Mac, uh's character, and he's telling him like yeah you know Bernie Mac's head of security. Yeah, he's the head of security, and he's telling him like you know basically he said the word fuckstick. Yeah. Because he's like, so, so fucks it. That's it? He's like, yeah. You know, and, you know, he has an issue and he doesn't, he's afraid to, like, let them go because they're little people. The black man's like, we're going to have, like, all protests. He's like, Came yeah. outside with little picket signs? Yeah. <laughs> fucks it. Yes, I, I thought it was very strange, too. Uh, but, 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 so, as our security chief, I wanted you to, you know, be aware. But, uh, you know, his little friend promised he wouldn't say it in front of the children, which is fine. Because, you know, uh, there is an adult world and a child's world, and that's okay. I'm no censor. Little friend. Yes, he's, he happens to be a, a dwarf or midget. I don't know what he's called exactly, but uh, he's a little guy. Little Billy Barty, God rest. But thin fingers, not the fat sausage fingers. Little people, that's what they like. Yes, ah, uh, right. So fuck stick, that's it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great scene. You know, every time these two are together... There like, isn't a dull moment in this movie. No, there's not. Like, I honestly... There's there just isn't. so many memorable classic scenes. Yeah, it's it's such a great... It, it's a good Like, film. I know people, like, worship Elf, but... I think that Elf is, like, so overrated. Bad Santa is, like, way ten times better than Elf. See, and, well, see, here's the... I I feel like the reason why Elf gets a lot of love, it's because it's a movie that 
anybody can watch. Whereas to Bad Santa, it's you, for adults. You cannot show kids. <laughs> so it's not like, hey, everybody, gather around. Let's put on Bad Santa. You know, because <laughs> it's it's not. Again, it's not for right. It's a you know. So, but this movie, it it is. I feel funnier than freaking Elf because Elf is enjoyable. But it's not hilarious, mm, yeah. you know, whereas to Bad Santa, you're laughing because there's a lot of scenes like here <clears throat> after after, you know, they they he, he gets them. He's like, all right, I'll keep an eye on them. See what's going on. Uh, it cuts to them. I don't even know what's the next part now. Next part is where they're actually with the kids. Um, because then we see that's when the fat kid sits on his lap and sneezes in his face. Oh yeah. So then we get, yeah, that's when, you know, we get the fat kid and he's, deer hunter or something deer hunter. Yeah. Like, there is shit what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the cute little girl where she sits and he's like, Santa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want a drum set. Oh, a drum set. Your dad's going to love that. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> or, or she says Barbie. And then he's like, oh yeah, very original. <laughs> And she turns, and that girl's taking a picture. And she, and she jumps off and steps on his, his toes. What do you want? What? Get out of here. Next. Next. Oh, good. What do you want? What do you want? What are you doing? God damn it. Nintendo Deer Hunter 3. A shit what you want? Blowing snot all over everybody and fucking whatever. Next, come on. What do you want? Um, Santa? Yeah, I'm Santa. Come on, what do you want? Um, Barbie? Say cheese. Okay, fine, Barbie. Oh, thank you. Ow, what's the toenails, kid? Shit. Next. Next. What do you want? Fraggle stick car. What the fuck is that? Fraggle stick car. Well, I heard you. stick car, fine. And he goes to the bar. And this is where we're introduced to another character, the girl from Gilmore Girls. Where, in which I confused her with the girl from freaking Blair Witch Project 2. Because remember, I was like, oh yeah, that's her. And you're like, that's not her. And then we looked it up. We're like, yeah, I guess that's not her. I thought it was. So, they're talking. She sees her dressed as Santa. While they're having a conversation, you see a guy... Uh, at the end, just staring yes. him down. A bald, uh, Indian-looking yes. guy. That guy is from Office Space. And oh, okay. So he's, like, staring him down, and you're like, the fuck? And then that's when the girl notices, so she goes, ha- uh, yeah, having the conversation with him, and he tells him, like, you know, oh, what are you doing? And then that's when he, he says the line that you could say. It's like, I'm a drinking, eating, shitting, fucking Santa Claus. Yes, and then you gotta say it louder, though. I'm a drinking, eating, shitting, fucking Santa Claus. Yeah. And then that's when he, uh, she's like, looks she at gives him this like, look. And she's like, like prove, prove it. it. And then it cuts to them in the car. And they're the basically having lot. a good time. And then she says the line like, you know, um, she's like, fuck me, Santa. In which I probably just play the clip or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, can I take this thing? He's like, no, leave it on. Because she has this like. Fetish. With Santa's because it cuts when after they're she's done. She's Jewish and she never got to sit on Santa's lap because he was for it was forbidden for being you know Jewish. So that's probably why. And he's like, yeah, it's like my. So is my thing for tits. Yeah, he's like, yeah, right. You know, like like he's like the fuck. And then that's when she's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. And she takes off. And here's the thing you pointed out because early in the scene he pisses. 
himself. Doesn't he, like, wouldn't he smell like pee? Like, that suit doesn't look like it ever gets washed. And then, like, that kid, like, had spit in his, like, beard. So he had, like, chocolate on his face and on the beard. Like, he just comes out. He looks like a homeless person. Yeah. So, like, are you going to be, even if you had a fetish for Santa, you're going to be attracted to a Santa that smells smells like like piss? piss? There's very poor hygiene in this movie. Yeah. And when he leaves, that's when the guy, uh, I don't know, he just says temper tantrum guy. That's what it says in like credits. Um, So he walks up and he tells him like, I am not gay. And he's like, the fuck? And he's like, what are you off your meds? He's like, yes, but that is not the point here or whatever. That is not what this is about. Yeah. And then he starts pushing him and he like turns him over on his back. He's like, he's like, you fuck. Like he's dry humping him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, um, he's like something about like, you're not going to, you know, fucking faggy, faggy claws. Yeah. He's like, you are the faggy, you're faggy claws and stuff like that. And like, it's one of those scenes where like. It doesn't explain anything. Where you're like, there's this guy staring at him, and he yeah. Runs the up movie to- never explains to us why this guy. Sorry about that. The movie never explains to us why this guy comes after Santa Claus or has an issue or vendetta against Santa Claus. The best I could come up with is the fact that you. S- well, I, my theory was that he was fondled by a Santa once when he was why. young. Yes. Yeah. My thing was he played an elf because he's short. Because he mentions that he was an elf. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm an elf. Like, I was like an elf. Like, you I can't don't recall fuck. him ever saying that. He says something about being fucked like an elf. Um, and he's like, now I'm going to be the doing the one that's doing all the fucking. So my assumption is, look. Fuck. I am not gay. The hell, buddy? Buddy. I said I am not gay. Are you off your fucking meds or something? Yes. But that isn't what this is about. You're as queer as a $10 bill. Well, let me tell you something, motherfucker. My brother lost a goddamn arm fighting you fuckers in Vietnam. So I want you to look at me. I want you to look at my face one last fucking time. This is the last thing you're ever going to see before I... Elf fucker! Motherfucker! Turn it out, elf fucker! Who's the bitch now, Santa Claus? Faggy huh? Claus! Faggy! Little boy, don't interfere. I'm doing this for all of us. Leave Santa alone! Come on! Ass clown. My 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 thing is that he he mentioned something about being an elf and he was fucked by a, a guy dressed as Santa while he was an elf. So maybe the guy he was helping working with. So at this point, we're introduced to. Oh, we left that part out because Thurman saves the day. But he gets to meet Thurman earlier. We didn't leave that part out. You're the one that went on a tangent and then we, then we went yeah, over Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah. When, well, no, because we brought up the kids when he's with the kids. But we left out that Thurman was one of the kids he met. No, because you started talking about him pissing himself. Yeah. So you went over him meeting Thurman. But that's what I'm saying. I forgot. Because he meets Thurman after Fraggle Stick Car. Yeah. And then he shows up and he goes, next, next. He's like, this isn't the fucking DMV. This- next. Next, goddammit, it, this is not the DMV. Yeah, and then he show he's like starts talking to him, and, he's, and he thinks he's like he's sitting there like a mongoloid. <laughs> next, I said next, goddammit, it, this is not the DMV. All right, move it along. What do you want? Well, come on, what do you want? A snot rag? Right, another fucking mongoloid. 
Marcus, get this kid off me before he pisses on me, all right? Don't fuck with my beard. It's not real. No shit. Well, it was real, but you see, I got sick and all the hair fell out, so I had to wear this fucking thing. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman who wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. What's it like at the North Pole? Like the suburbs. Which one? Apache Junction. What the fuck do you care? Now get off my lap. Just sit there like a fucking retard. You are really Santa, right? No, I'm an accountant. I wear this fucking thing as a fashion statement, all right? Okay. Marcus, get this kid out of here. He's freaking me out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> real, and that's where the, the questions begin. Yes. He's like... <laughs> he, like, pulls on the beard. He's like, it's fake. He's like, yeah, I lost it, like, uh, you know, because like, of whatever. Because I got sick. I was with a woman that was unclean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. <laughs> Where are your reindeers and shit? Like, all this stuff, like, he just asked him. You can tell he's getting annoyed. <laughs> he tells yeah. get this kid out of here. Yeah. So that's why, so Thurman, later on, freaking stays behind and saves, saves the, the day. day. And he, he, he gets it and he be, yeah. basically pushes him off. He's like, kid, don't let me out. I'm, I'm doing this for all of us. Yeah, and then that's when freaking he pushes him off and he runs away. He's like, ass clown. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I got, we got to use that word more. So the Thurman, that's when he gives him a ride home. And that's where more of the questions begin because he starts asking about... It's like, where do the reindeer sleep? Oh, they, they sleep in the barn. Like, oh, where's the barn? Or ne- nah, next to the shop. No, how do they sleep? It's like, what do you mean? It's like, because well, all the noise from the shop. Well, they, only, they only work in the day. But I thought it was always night. It's like, well, right now it's only day. Well, then how do they sleep? <laughs> this one fucking time I take you home, okay? Uh-huh. I'm not your fucking dad-dad. Uh-huh. It's not like you helped me back there with that nut job or anything, you know? Why do you need a car? What the fuck are you talking about? This car. Which turn is it? Sage Terrace. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop, getting repaired. Where are the reindeer? I stable them. Is it left or right? That way. Where's the stable? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Where the reindeer is standing up. But the noise, how do they sleep? What noise? It's on the shop. They only work during the day, all right? I thought it was always night at the North Pole. Well, not now. Right now, it's always day. Then how do they sleep? Oh, shit, Sage Terrace. What is it with you, anyway? Somebody drop you on your fucking head? On my head? Well, yeah, what, are they going to drop you on somebody else's head? How can they drop me onto my own head? No, not onto your... uh, What? God damn it! Are you fucking with me? (laughs) And I don't know how many times I've been in the car with Owen... Where, uh, our son, it, our, our 10-year-old. Where he's just going on asking me questions like that, and I just want to tell him, like, Jesus Christ, kid, shut the hell up. Like, are you messing with me right now? Especially when it comes to, like, his Fortnite or Venom and symbiotes. Oh, gosh. And I just, just I like, can't with oh him sometimes. It's like, all right, stop. <laughs> so he's, dro- he's dropping him off, and then that's when it's funny because... When he's pulling him in, dropping him off, he's like, Willie has this like kind of stick thing that it's like a, that you're supposed to bat people on the head with to knock them out. You can see he has it in his hand and then he also puts on a mask. So he's basically going to rob the place. But when he walks in, he's like, who's here? And he's like, oh, it's just grandma. Cloris Leachman. Yeah. And he's like, where's your dad? He's like, oh, he's on vacation or whatever. And then. 
He's like, your mom, mom's with the with the angel with the walnut and with whatever. The talking walnut. Yeah. He's like, wait. So he's, he's like, she's in heaven with Jesus and the angels and Joseph and the talking walnut. So he still has the mask. When he walks in, he's like, the grandma gets up and sees him. He's like, you want some? He's like, oh, let me fix you some sandwiches. That's probably where his fascination of sandwiches comes from is because of his grandma. grandma. So when she walks away, he's like, are you, are you serious? Like, it's just you two? There's no one else. No uncle. No, no grandpa. Play dates. Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, you're fucking kidding me. And then that's when he goes upstairs. He's like, your dad have a Does safe. Does your daddy have a safe? He's like, yeah, it takes every. He's like, he's like, oh, so you need that for to fix your car? He's like, yeah, exactly. You fix your sleigh. Yeah, exactly. And then he takes off. He's like, bye, Santa. And then yeah, and it's another day at the mall. And then John Ritter is walking, you know, doing his patrolling, walking around by the women's. Uh, like, yeah, and then he over the equivalent of a woman's big and tall, like a lame Brian or something. Yeah, and then he overhears like a bunch of noise coming from the freaking fitting room. Yeah. And then he's just like, he's hearing like just, you know, obviously some tussling and he's like, so he goes in and then he sees, you just see like the silhouette of like two legs. You one don't see the silhouette, you see their no, legs. No, not silhouette, yeah. I don't know, uh, just the legs and you could clearly tell that he's behind the lady and I mean. He's like, he tells you you're not going to shit right for a week. <laughs> he drops his papers and that's when he again, once again, Bernie Mac, he's like, yeah, I found them in the room. And, and they he... were like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> a couple of days ago, I was in uh, Women's Big and Tall, and uh, I heard these, <clears throat> um, you know, these noises. And I heard a woman screaming, yeah, oh, yeah. And I heard his voice saying, that's right, you ain't going to S-H-I-T write for a month. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I I'm, was against the Clinton impeachment. What a man does with his own penis, Oval Office, women's big and tall. It's not for the American people to say. You're right. But when you're dealing with children, they have a tender sensibility. And you are in a position of trust. I think perhaps someone who has screaming orgasms with large women shouldn't. Yeah. Of course, I can't fire him for that. Oh, yeah. Unfair practices. Special pleading. Bitch, bitch, bitch fucking bros. But I just, I just can't help it. There's something about the guy that makes me uneasy. Well, sure. Sound of fucking someone in the ass. So... <coughs> Maybe there's something I could fire him for. Yeah, I'll get you. Do you? Do you think you could find something? Shit, yeah. Always, huh? Check in on them, see who Which they're Which, that would have been a fireable offense. Yeah. It's like, you, you can't do that. Like, And they would have gotten arrested, because people can't be in, like, if you get caught doing that dressing room, shit like that, you get fired. I mean, not fired, you get, you probably call the cops. Did you get caught? What? No. No. That's why you didn't get arrested. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's when he goes to the hotel room and then he like pulls up and then you Olivia see Olivia Spencer. Octavia. Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer, like way before, you know, freaking and being and before like, she was Octavia Spencer. Exactly. And then she's like he starts calling over, he's like, No, nah, last time I was she's with a you, prostitute. I could have shit right for a week. It's like, screw you, Willie, and your kinky ass. Last time I can shit right for a week. <laughs> And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, come over here. He's like, who'd you see? And then obviously he's being raided. He's in like, who's room. in my room? He's like, this guy asking questions about you. You look like a cop. 
Yeah, so at that point, he calls, you know, Willie, I mean, Marcus, and he's like, Tom, just to get the hell, he's like, did you, see, did you leave like, anything? You got somewhere else to stay, but like, just get the hell out of here. And then the, what happens? He, he goes to Thurman. Yeah, and Thurman, and this probably has to be one of the great interactions with them, too, because he goes in, he's like, I'm going to be staying with you for a while, you know, Miss, Mrs. Claus kicked me out for catching me with their sister, blah, 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 so then it shows him, one, he's in the tub, like a little jacuzzi-style bathtub. Yes. And he's in there with like the towel over his face, and he starts asking, "What's their names? Like what? Who? He's like what's the, in the room?" The the, do- uh, the elves. What are their names? Who? The elves. Ah uh, shit! I can't remember. I, I think one of them's Sneezy, and there's a Dopey. And That's the Seven Dwarves. I shit me. I thought it, I thought I was thinking it was. Uh, I, I don't know. Fuck, kid. I just call him, you know, Bub. You know, I call him, I say, hey, Bub or Chief or whatever the fuck. You know, I tell him to make the goddamn toy. The fuck is wrong with you? I can't remember this shit. Does everything with you have to be a fucking test? How old are they? And then that's when it cuts again. And it shows him in the bed, like, tired. Yeah. Like, so exhausted. And we've had these moments with our kids where we're just laying there with Owen especially. And you're, he's just yes. trying to talk to you. And you're just like... Yeah, all right, yeah, whatever. And I love that because it, it's, it. I know it's acting, but it feels so real. It, it feels yeah. like he's literally exhausted, and he just wants to go to sleep. But he continues talking because his stupid kid won't shut the fuck up. And he's like, "Want me to fix you some sandwiches?" And I love. How he's like, "What's with you fixing fucking sandwiches?" <laughs> you want cookies? No. Want milk? No. Should I fix you some sandwiches? I don't want any fucking sandwiches. What is it with you fixing fucking sandwiches? Okay. Do you want anything else? No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that kid, like, has to be on the spectrum or something because he doesn't pick up on the fact that this guy, like, just wants to sleep. Like, who's going to eat sandwiches when they're half out? (laughs) And then, so that's when, the next day, when they arrive... He's like, where the hell did you get that car? Because it's the next day. Yes. And he tells him, like, where he's, he's he's staying. And he's, like, pissed off because, like, dude, you're going to get us in trouble. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Nothing like that's going to happen, you know. And then that's when he's like, you, he's like, he's like, he don't need, the kid lives with his grandma. And he's like, you he doesn't fuck. have any friends, not even imaginary. And he's like, and he thinks, like, right, he's like, you fucker. He's like, Jesus, no. He's like, why so is everything it? with sex with you? <laughs> so then. They're they're like I guess it's in a, a video game store, and you it's that it's that stupid ass kid from. Punk. I thought that kid was adorable. I hate it. He's, he's the one that got his ass beat by um, what's his name? Who's the guy from Scrubs? Oh, Zach Braff. Yeah, because he's the he he like tags up his supposedly his car, but it was another a, de, a de, de, uh, decoy. So yeah, they they cut that out. But you still see him in the show Get Mad, but there's like a whole behind of like watching uh, Punk and they talk about it where he he hits the kid like he's pissed off, truly mad. And he hits that fucking kid. I'm like, good, because <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about that kid. I hated like you're like, just a hater. Like It's just you're him. Just a hater. No, I, I very few people who you act. I hate people. her. I mean, him. Jack Cap- Dillinger. No, he's he, I mean, I hated him in Jarhead, you know, but um. What you call it, uh, Catherine Heigl? Adam Devine? No, not anymore. Um, what you call it, uh, so it was just just mainly those two people. Sure. Anyways, but the fact being is that 
he gets caught stealing with his big ass baggy pants, and that's when he takes. He's like, he's like, takes the kid's MP3 player, and he's like, give it to me. He's like, you want to go to jail? Like my grandma bought me that. He's like, I don't care. He gets a call, and that call is important because that's when it takes him to go visit the jail. So he finds out all this information, and then he goes to the jail, and it's Thurman's father. Yeah, Roger Thurman. Yeah, Roger Merman. Mm-hmm. And he asks him like all these questions, like, you know, "Are you prepared? Do you live?" Yeah. So like, something wrong with grandma? This and that. He's like, "Do you have any house guests?" He's Some like, "House guests." And right there, he's like, eh, "Thank you for your time." And uh, being a father in wouldn't jail, you, wouldn't you like call to find out if anybody was staying? I'd be stri- I'd be freaked out. Like, who is this guy? Are my kid? Is my kid okay? Was grandma okay? Like, what the fuck? So I'm shocked he never calls anybody. And then that's when he, he it's revealed the truth. So that's when they're they they're at that point. Bernie Mac is onto them. He's just he's discovered their their mo. He knows who they are. They he knows what they're there to do. Yeah. So with Santa, you got Willie and Santa. They're they're chilling in the back. I mean they're they're doing their Santa stuff, whatever. And then that's when Marcus opens the gate for the next kid, and he sees like, oh no, he tells him open the gate, Marcus. He's like, I know you. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're going to know me in a bit. And then that's when it cuts to them at the bar. Yes. They're at the bar, and then he reveals, I know your plot. You guys are this and that. There is a, a, a an added scene in the director's cut where you learn their full names. Yeah. With Willie Tugboat. Sorry. Willie Tugboat Soaks and Marcus the Prince Skidmore. All right. And we're back. So, yes, they're at the bar, and then that's when... It's, a, it's just a cool scene because he reveals the truth. Like, I know what you guys are doing, but I don't want to... He actually wants to be a part of it. He's like, I love what you guys do. He doesn't huh? want to be a part of it. He wants a cut. Yeah, he does want a cut. He's like, I like what you guys do. Whatever like, you do, not, it works. I'm not going to I'm not gonna mess with your thing. Like, I want a cut. He's like, I want... He's like, how much? Half. He's like, oh, hell no. And he tries to even go, like, it's 30. Like 30%. And he just, it's these moving up and up. And I love it because it's a cool scene because this one, I could play the audio, but it wouldn't matter because it's a more of a visual um, type of clip because the way he says it, and with something we, you and I always quote, especially whenever we say half, it's always like, half. half. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. You know? And it's a, it's such a good scene, like, because it's like, every time he's like, he's like, you know, all right, how about 35%, you know, 40, he goes 42, keeps going, 45, going, and then 48, yeah, and then he goes to 49, 49, and he goes, that's when he goes the, Hop. yeah, and then he's like, what's one more, what's 1%, <laughs> you know, so that's when he's like, he's like, oh, and I get to cherry pick all the stuff he gets for his wife, he's like, hell no, first, he's like, it, he was like, money's one thing, but you don't get the shit. Yeah, he's like, listen here, little one, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And he tells him, like, I'm in control here, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, fuck. So it's like, well, he's like, you know, nice negotiating. So at that point, it's like, he wants to, like, it's like, all right, what do we do now? Well, it cuts to the next day. And this is where, you know, Marcus is like, yay, Santa's coming, yay. Yes. And then that's when they're, like, waiting. And it's like, then, have you seen Santa? He's like, yeah, he's in the back drunk. No, 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 he's not in the back drunk. This is where he walks up. Because I don't know where that scene is, but he walks up, and then that's when he's just walking, and he's crashing into people. Oh, you're right. And then he sees the donkey, and he punches the donkey, and he falls on the floor, and he, he starts, starts kicking. T- yeah, he starts destroying the nativity scene. Because at this point, he's just done with life. Yeah. Like, he hates everything, he's upset, and and then that's when he comes up, and as it's like... 
<laughs> this is another great interaction because that's when Bernie Mac's character comes up and he's like, oh, you know what? Don't worry. Uh, Marcus is mad because he's like, you're ruining everything. He's like, fuck yeah, well, you're, you asshole. And he's like, don't worry. I'll, 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 I'll fix things over with, with you your know. Pesca. Yeah. And then that's when he's like, I just. Like, go take him to the car. And then he's like. I piss myself. What the fuck you think you're doing? You son of a bitch. Hey, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on. Look, hey, 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 come on, come on. Look here, get him out of here. I'll go smooth things over with Chapeska. Tell him food poison or something. What do you mean, get him out of here? Take him to the car. In case you hadn't noticed, I'm a motherfucking dwarf. So unless you got a forklift handy, maybe you should lend a hand, hmm? Zach figures, you want all kind of set aside, special treatment because you're handicapped. You all the same. Special treatment? I'm three foot fucking tall, you asshole. It's a matter of physics. Draw me a sketch of how I get him to the car, huh? Bitch, bitch, bitch. Sketch it up, you fucking moron. Fucking Leonardo da Vinci. What you calling me, Thigh? I called you a fucking guinea homo from the 15th fucking century, you dickhead. I can stick you in my ass, small fry. Yeah? You sure it ain't too sore from last night? You got some lip on you, midget. Well, these lips were on your wife pussy last night. Why don't you dust that thing off once in a while, asshole? And Willie, as at this point, wants to commit suicide. So he's going to commit suicide. He's in the car, has everything, and little Thurman shows up and basically saves the day because he, he tells him, like, here, here's this letter. I want you to give it to the police, like, you know, when everything, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he notices he has a black guy. He's like, where'd you get this black guy? And then that's when he reveals it to the fucking, that these kids, that they, every time he shows up at the mall. He doesn't say anything. He no. just sees the black guy and it cuts to him punching the kids at the mall. Yes, because there's a scene previously where when he Thurman shows first up. Goes to the mall, no, not for the second time. He shows up the second time because the first time he shows up at the mall, there's that stupid kid. He's like, "Hey, loser, asshole!" And then he throws a can. Oh, you're right. He's like, and then the Fuck wedgie scene. Yes. The, the next time he shows up, he gets a wedgie. wedgie. So when he asks him, like, "What happened?" He tells him, like. Oh, he's like, you know, you what do you what do you think my father did? He's like, he gave you a hug and made you feel all better. He's like, no, he fucking burnt cigarettes or some shit like that. So he tells him you gotta stick up for yourself, kid, or whatever. You probably shouldn't be digging in your ass. Santa? Is that your underwear? Part of it. Where the hell's the rest of it? No, actually don't tell me. I don't wanna know. What do you want? I was thinking I wanted a purple stuffed elephant, not pink. But now I changed my mind. Yeah, what? Now I don't want an elephant at all. I want a gorilla named Davy for beating up the skateboard kids who were pulling on my underwear. And he could take his orders from the talking walnut, so it wouldn't be my bad thing. Jesus, kid. When I was your age, I didn't need no fucking gorilla. And I wasn't as big as one of your legs. Four kids beat me up one time, and I went crying home to my daddy, and you know what he did? He made it all better? No, he kicked my ass. You know why? Because you went to the bathroom on Mommy's dishes? What the fuck? No. He tried to teach you not to cry and be a man? No. It's because he was a mean, drunk son of a bitch. And when he wasn't busy busting my ass, he was putting cigarettes out on my neck. The world ain't fair. You gotta take what you need when you can get it. You gotta learn to stand up for yourself. You're gonna have to quit being a pussy and kick these kids in the balls or something. Or don't. Shit, I don't care. Just leave me the hell out of it. Now get on out of here. Okay. Thanks, Santa. He walks away, and Marcus looks at him all pissed off. Like... You're an asshole. Like you couldn't even like give something for this kid. Like, and that's when they do the boxing scene with Thurman. Yeah. So when when it cuts to so back to the car, 
he sees the eye, the broken, the black, I mean, the black eye. So then it cuts to him beating the shit out of these kids. So they got to teach him how to fight. And then that's when they show the boxing match. And that shit's fucking funny because my favorite part out of all of that is like, first he kicks everybody in the nuts, right? But my favorite part is when they punch Marcus. Marcus falls he, like... Like a bowling pin. Like, he's like, <laughs> he, he comes stiff and he like goes... He falls over like a yeah. bowling pin. <laughs> That's where they should have used that effect. And they're just all on the floor because everybody got hit in the nuts. Yeah. And, like, you know, it, it's it's freaking funny. Thurman hit uh, Marcus. Marcus hit Thurman. Marcus hit Willie. Willie hit Marcus. Yeah. And they're all on the ground. And then that's when it cuts to freaking, you know, like, uh, Marcus. That's when he's, like, he's pissed off. He wants to create, like, I mean, he wants to get rid of Jin. You know, he's like, fuck. He's like, so what does he do? He pretends he needs roadside assistance, calls him out. And he's like, what, do I look like a mechanic? He's like, I just need a jump. He's like, so he helps him jump. And then this is where they murder him. Now, if you watch the uncut version, they also crush his head. Like, instead of just crushing his body to the car. Yeah, and the director's cut. He gets crushed more, and then they run over his head. And you're like, what? That's fucking dark. They took that out because they thought it was too dark. Um, but in the director's case, you see that the other one, it's the moment she hits the gas and hits him, that's it. He's dead. It cuts right there and he's dead. So it's um at that point, you know, he's out he's out of it, but Willie has no idea that he's gone. You know, so it's like, all right, well, they're gonna get ready to help with the holidays. Um, you know. Alright, so there's little scenes that I noticed, like, because I, you know, it's kind of hard to piece everything, because I, I know I've seen this movie so much, but everything always gets lost. Like, there's a scene where freaking um, Willie shows up to the house, and he's effing drunk as hell. He's so drunk, and I love the way this was shot. Like, advent calendar. Like, yeah, he, he's drunk, and he sees an advent calendar, and he gets mad, because at one point, earlier in the film... When he wakes up up in the morning, I think it's right after that scene where he's asleep with the towel. Uh, you know, he he gets he wakes him up the next day. He's like, "Oh, I have an advent calendar. Want to want to do the story?" He's like, "Yeah, you go be my guest." And he reads him the story about the Jesus and Mary and this and that. The donkey. He's like, "It's a great fucking story," <laughs> you know. And he just eats it. So later on, he sees this advent calendar and he rips it to shreds. He gets everything, starts eating all the chocolates, and then that's when he drinks like the beer. And then he does this cool fallback. It's not beer. It's like it's like a glass bottle. It's hard liquor. Yeah, it's hard liquor. Whatever. But I love that shot. I, I just I love how it's done. Where like the camera he falls like a log. It's on a dolly. Like it's a, it's basically like almost like a steady. Like it's attached to him. Right. So when he falls back, the camera falls, falls with, with him. him. And I love it because wow, like I don't know the way that was shot. The way they did that effect was great because it's a, he's really falling, hitting the floor. But it's not hard enough. But I love how that shot's done. The next morning is when Thurman is he wakes up to Thurman screaming, Ow, ow, you know, and he's like, Well, what's wrong, kid? Ow. And he runs and he sees his hand in the scene. He's like, I cut myself by mistake. And he's like, like Whoa, Of course it was by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when he gets the, the again the alcohol, pours it on his hand. He's like, sorry. Ah! He's like, oh, I forgot to say it's going to sting a little. <laughs> He's like, you don't want wrapping up in a t-shirt or something. And later on, again, another scene that, like, again, like, it's like, I don't know where this scene lands is because every now and again, that girl shows up to Willie's place. Sue. And, yeah, and they're always having sex, like, in the jacuzzi and all that. Well, there's another moment where they're about to have sex. They're on the floor. He has her thong in his mouth. And that's when Thurman shows up and he gives him, I want to give you a present. And he gives him the present. And he's like, oh, what? what is it? He's like, it's a pickle. It's he's a wooden like, pickle. He's like, why'd you 
Plain. Hey, why'd you paint it brown? He's like, it's not, it's not paint. It's blood from when I cut myself making it for you. And then that's when like it, it, it affects Willie. Like, oh wow, he gets limp. Yeah, and then he's just like, oh, he's like, thanks, kid. And you know, because there's another scene after he beats up the kids, he feels good for for doing something that wasn't about like himself. his life has purpose. Yeah, he did something for someone else. You know, so he's really starting to f- grow fond of this kid. You know, he, another morning he makes some like these fried bologna sandwiches. That's di- uh, that's dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, oh, that's he's like, a- it's a tostada. Yeah. He's like, it's not to-. and then he adds salsa. He's like, like there. Now it's a tostada. <laughs> I like the look he gives him. You know, and so it's all these scenes that are just get lost. Like when he does the candle from the neighbor. Remember, he's like, the oh, luminarius. Yeah, the luminarius. Like, I'm in charge of it this year. I just don't want to have a missing gap. He's like, just leave it. I'll do it for you. You know. So there's these all these random scenes, but it all leads up to the end where they're finally gonna they're they're gonna do it. Where he's leaving. He's li- he's actually lighting the the and uh, sets a bag on fire. And then he's like, want me to make you some sandwiches? And this is the he first tells him time yes. he says, yeah, sure, kid. And then so he get he makes him a sandwich, and then they go, and then this is when they walk. We don't see him make him a sandwich. We just know he's gonna make. Sandwiches. No, I'm saying they they go in to the place. They go into the place, and then that's when it's like they have all the gear, the everything, because they stashed it all earlier. Marcus got like the the, the tools. Like he, Willie put the tools in the boxes, and they they uh, yeah they, they carried them, them all in. Uh, Marcus actually got like the remote to make sure he could turn off all the security cameras and stuff. Yes, you know they did all this prepping, and when they show up, um, they he finally gets a look at the actual safe, and he's like shit. He's like what? He's like it's a whatever whatever, and he's like remember Andy Pizzacola? He's like yeah, you know whatever. He's like yeah. He's like he's the two things that you couldn't crack was. Someone blah blah blah. Margaret, Mar- there's two yeah. things you couldn't get into: Margaret, Thra- Margaret, Margaret Thatcher's pussy and this safe. He's like, you mean to tell me I've been propping you up? You know, it's all these housewives and blah blah blah. Kids. And you're not gonna be. He's like, I just, I never said it's. Not, I can't. You know, one hundred. It's just, it's gonna take a minute. Yeah. So this whole time, Marcus is getting everything that's required. That his his, his wife made his, a new his list. Wife's wish list. Yeah, because there's parts where they're like, oh, do you need? Like, just looking. You know, and this and that. So he's getting everything. And this is the part where where he's like struggling to try to get it open, breaking. Marcus walks in and it pops open somehow and then everything's there so they load up and as they're and he's like hey he's I'm like, gonna... i just need to get one more thing and he goes and, he goes and gets a pink elephant yeah because that's Thurman. what that's what he wanted originally he wanted a pink, pink elephant, elephant but then later on he wanted a gorilla he's like why do you want a girl gave you the gorilla to pick to to beat up the bad kids but he'll take his instructions from the talking walnut yeah it's not his bad thing there is a line <laughs> where he says like he's like oh he's like you know what happened he's like because you you peed all over the dishes he's like what no <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you kid you know it's just it's all kinds of wrong with this kid you know but when he gets the elephant that's when marcus shows up with the gun and he tells him like i'm i'm sick and tired of you because he's just he yeah. gets worse every, every year. year every year so it goes to say that in the beginning he was good he would I like I would love to see what he like I wish more they, booze, more bullshit, more butt fucking. <laughs> I wish part two had a pre a prequel shot scene where it showed them the very first time they did it. Where you see Billy Bob like Willie's character being all like, Ho ho ho, I'm Santa with the kids. 
Marcus like hey like and then slowly a decline a progression like, of yeah decline. like that would have been a great way to start that part two that film I thought that would have been great but we never got that scene but I would love so it goes to show it just got worse where Marcus is fed up but he's had enough money that he's like fuck this like I'm I'm done I could find anybody else if I need to you know just to crack a safe like it's it's all of what's important so he's about to kill him and even Willie's like what he's like he's like I understand what you're doing but what the fuck you need all that shit for like come on what's wrong with you people and stuff and that's when out of nowhere the cops show up because Thurman gave the note to the actual cops and he's like oh he gave him the note so there's a whole chase and he gets in the car and takes off and he's like this kid's gonna get his fucking elephant he's racing home and when he gets to the house he starts running into the house with the elephant and all the cops decide to fucking just start shooting him and director's cut only has one kid and the brother and sister that come up and in the rest of the movie it's all these kids in the neighborhood sees cops shoot santa so it kind of gives like a almost like a plea deal because they saw cops killing santa and uh he doesn't die because it we we have this is it epilogue yeah prologue is the before an epilogue where it's just a voiceover where he says like hey kid you know i'm writing you from jail you know, i say hospital he doesn't go to jail I thought it was like a hospital jail or something like that. No, like, he's just in the hospital. Okay, he's like he he's like I sent you this shirt and it says something like tits for free or or I kick ass. No, the shirt was different in the director's cut because it right because he's wearing a shirt. Anyways, he gives him a shirt. Uh, what's her name as a caretaker now? Yes. So she gets to enjoy the jacuzzi. Grandma's still there, and he's all having fun. He walks outside and he starts washing his bike. And that stupid kid shows up and tries to bully him. And he kicks him in the nuts, gets on his bike, and rides off into the sunset. And that's it. And that's the movie. And that is Bad Santa, one of the greatest holiday movies movies out there. Yeah, seriously. It's one of the funniest. Like, I love, like, you know. So, yeah. So. I do not get tired of that movie. No. We could always laugh. We quote that movie. Like, just real quick. let's, Let's, like, things that in our life we constantly quote. Like we're always quoting shit. Like, like we got the loofah. Yeah, we got the loofah. Um, we mentioned earlier the thing about the hop. Can I fix you some sandwiches? Yeah. <laughs> what is it with your fucking sandwich? <laughs> and then, oh, the checkers scene. That's a good one too, where they're playing checkers. He's like, seriously fucking with me right now. <laughs> like you're sitting there like Rain Man. Yeah, he's like, you want you want to play again? You know, they're saying like. <laughs> What are their names? What the reindeer? It's just like we. There's so much of this movie that we call that we love. This movie, it's such a great film. So yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess it's on to song of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, before we go, I want to give you guys song of the week. And just like Freddie said earlier, the reason he picked Bad Santa is because it's just like 2020. It's like the way the year has been. This Christmas time for 2020. It's a, it's poop. You know, and we got this song. I mean, this this movie, Bad Santa, where it's just everything that's bad about Christmas, like we named earlier as to why Universal passed on this film. So the song I'm going to give you is a song that basically brings about the end of the world in Christmas time. And the song is by Weird Al Yankovic and it's Christmas at Ground Zero. Yes, the only song, I believe, a music video by Weird Al and also a, one of... A very few songs that got banned on MTV because they said it was very dark. <laughs> and yeah, wow. and it's a song about basically on Christmas Day, 
world, the end of the world, World War Three happens. Like you know, like a, a nuclear holocaust happens, and it's just what the song's about. It's very the the song. If if you don't pay attention to the lyrics, it sounds like an upbeat, happy Christmas song. It's like it's Christmas at Ground Zero. There's music. No, there's sirens in the air and all this and that. And you hear the Christmas song, but it's just a funny song. But I thought, you know, it's a perfect song because of the way 2020 has been and the way 2020 is going to be, especially here in California, because they're closing up everything all over again. Yeah, yeah, you know, Christmas time instead, you're going to have to drive around in cars to see, you know, lights and stuff like that. So I felt this is the perfect way to have a Christmas you know, song of the week is to give you a song about basically the end of the world. And so it fits, it's fittingly for 2020. So yeah, so it was released in 1986 on the album Polka Party by Weird Al Yankovic. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, Well, I'm not sure what movie we'll do next. Uh, uh, I'll I'll think about it, but I'm not sure, you know, uh, but we'll, We'll announce it soon, but as of now, you know, we have this. So, yeah, once again, everybody, thank you. Uh, check us out, especially Freddie's Instagram, because lately he's been working on a lot of art, you know, pieces. Yes, I become an artist, you know, but during this pandemic, I do a lot of colors, you know, digital format. I do a lot of doggies, anything. He's Dracula. <laughs> I know, oh. I become Dracula. ¿Qué pasó con este? Pues ya me dice pintor. In the count. <laughs> yeah, the count. Go to his... Hey. He's also, you could find his stuff on shirts. If you want to help support Freddie, he's not, you know, out there performing. It's like you could get, get, purchase a shirt off of his, it should be on your, the link is on your Instagram page, right? Yes, yes. It's Arte FM. In Wilshire, selling his shirts. Five bucks, go get over shirts. Over there in Hollywood. <laughs> but yeah, Hollywood and Vine on Fridays, 6.30 to 7. And then I'm on Quinta y May. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah but yeah so check also check us out please if you like you know please leave us a review rate us subscribe to us subscribe to us on spotify uh you know we'd love to hear from you guys and yeah muchas, so, muchas gracias a nuestros amigos de España so y México gracias Brothers gracias gracias yes gracias everybody for being a part of the show all right well there you have it ladies and gentlemen it's been great sitting here talk revisiting bad santa getting you know talking about bub and chief and having a great time but i think it's time we get into that delorean and travel back to the future
This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.